0: Let's talk rugby now. Uh, joined by the director of rugby at Busy Bees, Msutu Alfred Kawana. Msutu, thanks very much for joining us. Good evening to
1: you, sir, my fellow South African.
0: Reading the story about the Busy Bees, it's a, f- you know, I, I didn't like history at school because I didn't have teachers that helped me correctly, but this is such a wonderful story. Tell us about, if you can, the Busy Bees Rugby Club.
1: BZB Rugby Club was established in Cape Town in District Six in 1923, Mm. and we have moved because of the past to longer location in 1937. And BZB Rugby Club was uh, established by our forefathers, can say grandfathers, of those days, who came to Cape Town for job seeking. And then uh, they came here and they were digging the railway lines mm-hmm. in those days all the way from Cape up to Cape Town. Farm sure. were working for companies that no longer exist. Those companies like uh, United Dairies in the olden days, like they didn't exist. Just the rice Cape Town market. Mm-hmm. So that was the... The place that all our players were working for in those days, as they come here to have something to put around the table for their families
0: mm-hmm.
1: because of the struggle in Eastern Cape where our forefathers were born originally.
0: Okay, so it's it's young men that came from the Eastern Cape, forced to work in the Western Cape, and then forced to move again. Uh, I, I, I kind of wonder why rugby during those dark days? Do you, have you been able to speak to people?
1: Yes, uh, I do uh, try uh, to sit around the old men that were still behind when I came to Cape Town in, in 87 and try to get more history uh, Behind this, so it was difficult for them in those days as they came up to Cape Town. After twelve months, they have to go back to Western Cape to go and renew their permit mm. or their passes as we can say. So it was difficult for the club to grow, and even those days it was difficult to our black African people to walk. In the streets mm. of Cape Town in fives or more than five so uh, to recruit to recruit more members it was very difficult to them and even those members that they have some of them when they go back to Cape to renew their don passes or their permit to work maybe they won't come back to Cape Town they'll go to the gold mines maybe in Joburg or mm. Port Elizabeth and other areas so it was very difficult to maintain even their membership to the club in those days. But they did pull through.
0: I love the story about the South African National Native Congress planning and organizing protest movements, uh, pretending that it was rugby-related.
1: That is also the story that I also received from our old people that as our people could not walk in fives in Cape Town Mm. streets. So the previous politicians or organizations, they used the especially in the Western Cape, because this is the first black African club in the whole Western Cape. So they used the practicing section uh, as they are getting together. (laughs) So when police came to the (laughs) stadium or to the field, they will see that these people are, are practicing or playing rugby, and then they will move away. Uh, uh, then they leave them, but then they continue with their meeting or their agenda to get where we are today, which is the freedom we're mm-hmm. fighting for.
0: My guest, Msutu Alfred Kawana, Director of Rugby at Busy Bees. All right, let's fast forward many, many years now, um, Sutu, to where you are today. In 2008, you got into Western Province Club Rugby Super League B in the first time in your 95 year history. At the time, what is the current state of the Busy Bees Rugby Side or uh, Rugby Club?
1: Uh, I can start saying even in the past, the club was uh, producing uh, the Springboks or provincial players of those days. Mm-hmm. We got uh, our um, number eight, which is. Uh, E.G. E. Temba he was number eight and the SA at the end of those days. We got uh, um, Pagamile Makasa, was playing for the board team of Western Province. We got Songo Tutuka, he was playing also for the SA team in those days. And recently, we do have our Springbok Jong Yinokwe, who's still carrying the uh, history of scoring four tries. Uh, against Australia in one match. Mm. Uh, and then we got few players that represented uh, the Craven Week, and then some players represented the Varsity Shields, which they are studying at Woltatsusulu, Su- mm-hmm. and some are studying at CPUT around us in Cape Town. And then on the women's side, we got about more than four, five box there, Eg, if I can say to you, Banermaquezela went to play in 2014, the World Cup in France, the last World Cup that the women went to compete in. It was in France, so Banermaquezela went to represent us. Today. There is more around there But uh, I can name to you mm. if you got time for me. <laughs> no,
0: no, no, but uh, so is the club? Is the club going along well at the moment?
1: The club is going well, but we are really facing a lot of challenges around because financially, because the club, club has grown uh, big. We have juniors mm-hmm. from under 9 up to under 13, which is the sure. primary rugby. Then we got 14 up to under 19, 14, 16, uh, and under 19 teams. Which is, that is high school rugby. Then we got the senior, the women's side. Then we got the junior, women's side, the feeder, the under eighteen. And then we got four senior teams on the senior side. We got under 20, third team, second team, and fourth team. So you can imagine that club without mm-hmm. a huge sponsor. We don't have a huge sponsor behind that. We got donors, which are our, our our people that are, uh, that are working that are working with us around in our communities, mm-hmm. and some uh, companies that we are working for that are helping us out in that difficult financial side. So we're really facing a big challenge on that side, including an equipment side and sports facility where we have to share with these young ladies and the juniors, and there is also another club also sharing in the same facility. Right. And some players are also not working where we need some to pop up some um, coin
0: out of our pocket. We hear stories, uh, uh, about the only way to become a springbok or to become a, a highly fledged player in South Africa rugby player in South Africa, especially a player of colour, is to have to go through the private schools or to have that special education. Is rugby, SA rugby, supporting the small clubs like yours?
1: On that side, if I can speak the truth, there I don't think even they know about us. <laughs> they read on the they they read papers like as you read it on the newspapers, but they don't come back to us. Mm. So that's uh, that, that is still the side that we're facing. And I can tell you, if the prayer doesn't come out of those structures, I believe you. I believe that they don't have trust to them. Mm. It's difficult. It's hard to fight through to be selected if it didn't come through those barriers.
0: So your club, for, for a player to get out of your club and to perform at a high level, you need a scout or something to come and find that player on a Saturday when you're playing, and hopefully they'll get found and, and identified.
1: Yes, I can say uh, most of the time we should go that route. But if the player is lucky and we are blessed, we do have those kind of players. Like Naukwe never went to those uh, kind of uh, universities. Mm-hmm. He was mm. he was lucky, but I mean, uh, out of a thousand, I can say yeah. it's one uh, percent uh, uh, out of it. I was going to
0: say it's a, it's a, the exception to the rule. It's it's not a it's not like uh, great talent is being identified at clubs around the country.
1: It's a very hard time for that we
0: Is. Is a black rugby player in South Africa, in your perspective, Sutu, as the director of rugby at Busy Bees, is a black rugby player still not seen properly in South Africa?
1: Uh, I can say, you know, as I am in Cape Town, uh, it's not that, that only black rugby clubs that are uh, that, uh, that are around the, 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 the country. There is a majority of black clubs in Eastern Cape. There is a majority of black of, of, of clubs in, in Jobek. but we uh, can count through our hands how many players that made only the provincial side. Mm. So, I mean, uh, as we still need to go down in our communities and uh, try to assist us as we are trying on our side. As you now said to me, this is be from the region. We fight our own battle to be on Super League B. Mm. But then even on Super League B, there's not even a player that has been invited, which is that is elite squad of Super A.
0: What what are the plans and ambitions? What do you want to see Super B be in the next 10, or the next 100 years? Uh,
1: That is our five year program, that we are working towards it, because our club in 2023, will be celebrating 100 years. Mm -hmm as we established in 1923 so 19 and in 2023 will be celebrating 100 years so that is our goal that we should be playing in super league a by that time
0: so much has to happen between now and then as you're saying sponsorships and support and the community getting involved as well right
1: that's true that's the way to go and the community they're trying their best because we do Get our children from our community. Mm. As, we, as I told you, that we've got junior structures. But also still is not enough because, you know, we need to have eight under 20 players that can feed our first team. If we are talking about Super 8. Right. So when you got injuries, you don't, uh, you don't uh, scratch if there's some um, injuries, you know. Uh, we you know that you got their best player that is uh famous number one on the branch. Mm-hmm. So we still need more, also on that side, more youth coming to the sport.
0: Do children, do black children especially today, want to play rugby? Or is football and basketball taking it away?
1: Yes, uh, children do want to play sport, but... Uh, only side that is also a, a, a little bit of failing us, you know. The sport is not as in our days in the primary schools and high schools. Yeah. So uh, it's difficult now for the child to 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 introduce him in some sports when he is more when he is older than uh, 14 or 18 years. It's difficult to to to, 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 to convince that child or work with that child. So our schools also need to do their part, as well as SRB in our, province,
0: our provinces. Msutu Alfred Kiwana, thank you very much for joining us. The director of rugby at Busy Bees, as you heard, 100 years old in 2023. Started in District 6 back in 1923 and brought up some great names. Hopefully, we'll see some more great names coming out of that rugby club.